Hey everyone, welcome, welcome to, to the query. query. It's a very exciting day on the pod. Um, we are serving up a dish of honey spaghetti today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. I'm just a little girl and I'm so happy to be here. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. Of course. So you're a household name in the Brisbane drag community. Some so fucked out households, <laughs> but yeah, sure. <laughs> so it's it's such a thrill for us to have you on. We're an honour, in an fact. Honor, an honour. An honour. I'm all blushing. So <laughs> let's get this bitch rolling with the usual... <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming and I <laughs> somehow loved it even loved more. It. Um, with the usual questions, so what are your pronouns and what names do you go by and when? Um, usually just she, they. I feel like it encompasses all the stupid bullshit that I do at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, really great on the swearing also as well, so apologies I love it. No, for that. Swear, <laughs> swear to house um, down. Yeah, just uh, she, they is usually fine. Anything amongst that umbrella, I'm not someone who... Uh, gets too offend, of, like affected by mm. having any sort of trauma or anything linked to pronouns sure. being incorrect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just that. Um, Henny Sweetie is fine, even though we're in boy mode today. But <laughs> um, yeah, Henny's fine. Cool. Cool. Speaking of Henny, how did you choose that name? Um, it was kind of like a combination of a few different things um the first one was uh on like season nine of drag race i think um aja was on there and she was my absolute favorite she was the reason i started drag she did a performance of uh give me tonight and it was just the stupidest thing i've ever seen and i was like i need to do that Mm -hmm. um and then she would end all of her posts being like, blah, 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 blah. And that's that on that, Henny Spaghetti. And I was like, that's a great name. Um, and then I would also, uh, I live with Stephanie Strani, but before we lived together, um, we would call each other Henny a lot. Yeah. Just as like Love. a, I think like a Stacey Lane Matthews Yeah, reference. yeah. <laughs> um, and it kind of went from that to then me being like, well, what if I was Henny Spaghetti? Oh, oh, oh. And it kind of fell into place from there. It was either that or... <laughs> Uh, Gloria Clitoria. Oh, um, you need to leave right yeah. now. <laughs> it was so <laughs> hard to be on. Thank you so much for having me. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. it <laughs> I can't. It's definitely something that is it a, was thing. a thing. Yeah. 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 It that sure is a name. It happens. <laughs> it definitely is there. Mm. I like the, the Gloria part. Yeah. I, cool. I think Gloria is a good drag yeah. name. I think yeah. we dropped the Gloria. <laughs> Just the tutorial. Just Actually, I mean, we might be onto something. Mm, perhaps mm-hmm. we might be onto something. I like it. I'm on the I'm on the hunt for a drag name. So um, yeah, we found it. Clitoria. Clitoria. Yeah, that's it. Period. Oh no! <laughs> 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 you have to put that on your Instagram yeah, bio. Yeah, I know. Clitoria. Name's yeah. Clitoria, and you only wear hoodies. Nice. Bye. You are the clit. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Yeah. You it's not that hard clit. to find. She's right here. <laughs> so what inspired you to start drag and why did you pursue drag over other creative outlets? Um, well, we can go the fun answer or we can go the, the real answer. Give us both. The real. Uh, the fun answer is like, oh, my God, I just love doing theatre. And, um, and the other answer was I hated my life, mm-hmm. which was very understandable for someone who had just come out of, like, high school and was, like, queer and not understanding what life was mm-hmm. and wasn't really aware of what they wanted to do with their lives, I guess. Um third person speaking how gross (laughs) um but I did theater for like all of my uh high school everything but I was I've always been a bigger person so the idea and the option of like 
actually seriously doing like acting or mm-hmm. theater or anything like that is was always something that I'd be like that would be cool but I don't really have the pipes for Tracy Turnblad mm. sure. and that's probably the only role we're going to be getting for a while yeah um so which is so <laughs> fucked it's just a, on a it is note. a fucked industry it's yeah yeah so I just was like I'm not fit for the theatre industry and I think my whole life I was around I was in like a musical theatre class at school Mm -hmm. like in Mm -hmm. high school I was in a musical (laughs) theatre thing and there was no anything else it was just all dancing so I was always around thin little dancer girls and I never had sort of I was I was never them I'm not built like them that's not Mm -hmm. who I am but I always loved performing yeah um and then I left school went to uni did journalism fucking hated it um because I just did it to do it to yeah. do something yeah um i had some like medical stuff in high school and was just like i just need to get into university because that's what you do you get the pressure to, to yeah, go to uni yeah exactly um and then i like met my now roommate who's my best friend in the entire fucking world um through i um well no that's future on blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway oh my god i um went to uni hated it did it up broke my ankle Oh, ended up in a wheelchair. Oh my god! It's like a really, it just is the strangest little story. Um, (laughs) Broke my ankle, ended up in a wheelchair. Broke actually broke my ankle, sprained the other one, so I just couldn't (gasps) walk for like six weeks. Far out. What's wrong with the ankles? God, it was not a good time. Really embarrassing. I felt. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! This one's for the clips. (laughs) Um, I fell down three steps at the Narang Cinemas after watching the film. Suicide Squad. Oh, no. That is not a That's movie iconic. worth breaking both of your ankles for. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Oh, God. Um, I don't know what the Brisbane equivalent of Narang is. Like maybe a, a, a Woodridge. I don't know if that's a thing up here. Is I don't that a know. Thing? Is it basically just really, really bogan? Really fucking bogan. Right. Maybe like okay. Logan or something? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, like, Loganites. Oh. It was like, like Logan, an, but like contained. An, like was the stairs just, did they just come out of they nowhere, was, no morning? No, they or was did you just, just fall? gigantic. And I'm a tall human being. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm big and I'm wide and I'm tall. Mm. And these were big steps. And I just went flying oh, down. Okay. Um, and I went to Griffith University at the time and it was a, such a hilly campus and was oh, not no. very accessible if I had to go there in a fucking wheelchair. Of course. Yeah, and it, yeah it really Which, affects everything. Yeah. yeah. And because I wasn't in the mindset of like, this is actually something I want to be pursuing, I wasn't doing particularly particularly while I was getting by mm. um I started like watching like little makeup tutorials mm-hmm. and then I was like oh my god this RuPaul's Drag Race show sounds so interesting had you never watched it before no when, well, when was this it was high school this was 27 2016 2017 mm. I graduated mm-hmm. in 2015 did a year hated it mm. um and then yeah 2017-ish 2016 2017-ish it wasn't as accessible to watch back then though okay it wasn't on like stan it Mm. wasn't on netflix it was i watched it through a mexican facebook group (gasps) (laughs) it was like drag race el mexica and i like found it through there and like would watch it at uni and be like oh my god probably getting like seven viruses oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that thing was running slow um but yeah like found that through there and i was like this is cool this is something i'd like to do Mm. um and then it all kind of just progressed from there and then i would do like for saying it now sounds so cringy just being like yeah i do drag makeup on my instagram lives (laughs) oh but like when i wasn't good at it at all uh didn't 
cover my eyebrows. I would just mm-hmm. put like white concealer through them. Nice. Um, <laughs> I love that. Uh, and Crispy. my now roommate and best friend in the entire world, um, they do drag under the name Stephanie Stefani. I'll show you pictures of them later. You'll cream your jeans. The most gorgeous so, human. Oh, really? Just for oh, no so, reason. Yeah. Just literally. Out here, just absolutely the most beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, would like join on them lives because we went to high school together, but we were in different grades. Mm. Yeah. So by this time they had just graduated and I was doing these lives and they were like, oh, you're kind of cool. And I was like, you're kind of cool. Let's be friends. Let's, let's, let's make this and happen. And have just like life has just kept us together. Did like they already the do drag as well? Or no. no. So you kind of We did both it started at the same time. That's we drove to awesome. his place to watch Drag Race. We'd all like sit in front of the mirror doing our makeup and like be like, this looks good. This looks good. The photos <laughs> did not look good. Suggest otherwise. <laughs> um, they were truly something. But it was just like a really nice experience to have like a group of people yeah. from the go. Um, and to so like share that with someone, like yeah. you've got advice right there. Like, yeah. yeah. And this was all before we turned 18 as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I was, I, I skipped a grade. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was in uni before I was 18. Um, did not stop me from getting drunk at the uni bar though. Oh no. Love. Absolutely loved a fucking cider or 17. Best part about uni, honestly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I then kind of, oh, sorry, it's a fucking long story. That's so fun. Um, Continue. We then kind of turned 18 and were like, the gay clubs. Mm. And there was only one on the Gold Coast. It was called Escape and then got changed to Rise and now it's closed. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't exist anymore. I was just talking about how there's no gay clubs on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Literally last night. I thought there was a – no, no, there's another Retros there, not another beat. That's the closest thing we got. Retros was actually pretty fierce. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I'm from the Gold Coast initially as well. I should say that too. Um, But I was, like, working at fucking Uniqlo, I think. Fucking hated it. Would do, like, shifts there to, like, pay to just go out on the weekends and, like – go to the gay club and see the gay people yeah and oh my god and like I didn't understand why I loved it so much yes <laughs> and Same. Like, I, an I knew I was queer <laughs> and I knew I had an understanding of that from a very young age but I think I definitely have more of a term of like internalized homophobia about it all in my mind yeah mm, for sure um and so I'd go to these clubs and be like, this is so crazy. I wonder why I fit in really well and have the best time here. I feel so comfortable here. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And um, I became friends with one of uh, the drag queens that worked there who just so happened to be BB Gun. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so then, The best one. Yeah, so then she was like, you're my drag child. And I was like, fucking sick. Um, and then did no gigs there. But <laughs> still had a great time and still rocked up in drag and still carried on in hoo-ha. Uh, and unfortunately it closed and I never got to perform there. Oh, no. um, but I did always do a split for a bar tab. So nice. life finds a way. Um, and honestly from there it just kind of snowballed. I kind of started like when I would go out and drag, I was like, yeah, cool. Uh, this is fun. I'm receiving attention and it's not like oh you fucking big bitch blah 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 blah. yeah um it's in a way of like admiration and appreciation and Mm -hmm. it was really interesting um and then I was like I have to perform I have to do this then I did it all and it went well and it's gone well and it's been a fucking ride yeah but yeah it's and here we are every time I like think back on it like even just saying that now I'm like if you told I recently did like a little uh, I am a part of a (laughs) Shrek themed burlesque show we are aware So good. Um, called called Shrekless. The yes. name's gonna change, unfortunately. But if you told like 
Renee in 2016 that she'd be performing for 15,000 people yeah. in the span of a month and a bit. Like, how? what? Yeah. Like, to go it's from, so like... so crazy how life yeah. works. It's just been insane, like, going from, like, doing, again, a split in a bar <laughs> for a free drink and having, like, literally having to, like, be like... Humble beginnings. Hey, can you give me a lift home? Like, that would be so cool, wouldn't it? Like, in a shitty little wig and a fucking city chick pair of... <laughs> oh my god it wasn't a good time yeah um but to go from that to like being paid and paid for to like go around the entire Tour. country yeah yeah like that's insane yeah and so it's been really cool and mm. yeah and that's really cool because that's so theater but also drag like mixing together that was like so my favorite perfect, part of it yeah. um was like actually getting to see and take the knowledge i had from theater and mm-hmm. like the training from that of like understanding how different sort of parts of it work yeah. and like you know just even understanding like yeah, finding your light and mm. or etiquette yeah. and things like that it's and cool like, to have the two worlds intertwine exactly together. so that was and it's not something that happens very often no. so I'm very grateful um, it should happen more though we were mm. talking about like um like there's a few drag queens that we've had on who do these big professional like stage shows and mm. things and it's really cool because you get to yeah see it like be the art form actually be appreciated in like a big professional sense setting yeah it's becoming that's not like a little as well you know makeshift stage in yeah, the wicked like it's taken like. really seriously <laughs> people are paying money to like really come and see like a, an art and a show mm. and so that's really cool it's definitely really cool but i feel like sometimes drag is losing the like filth stupid mm. bullshit aspect of things yeah and i like i love the fact that like i can get work and i can do this and i can do that but if i want to be like a dickhead for five minutes or, like, do something that's, like, a bit shocking. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting to see the, like, when people... Or you just get a message from your friend and they'll be like, do you think this is too much? And it's like, oh, it's fucking drag. Yeah, yeah it's not that serious. Let's not make it, like, a, you know... Yeah, just, like... boundaries. Let's yeah. just let it happen. Yeah, I feel like that comes with just the way that social media is going. Everyone's afraid to mm. do something... And when things become more mainstream and they're more out there, yeah, people, it's normal to then... People are afraid to be cancelled. So we don't want to say anything that is going to be taken the wrong way. So everyone is so cautious about what they're putting out mm. there because they don't want to be perceived in a way that's not what they, what they meant. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it's an interesting thing, the expectations that drag queens are supposed to be good and nice people. Like that's mm-hmm. not a that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> like um like I remember when I first came into the scene, like I would do gigs and they'd be like, oh now like the old my favorite thing in the world is is a fucking drag queen who's been doing drag forever yeah <laughs> and has seen everyone and knows everything and just wants to tell you about it. I'll oh. sit there and listen like a fucking bird. <laughs> I'll just park up and I'm like yes, a hundred percent. Tell me all. Um, and I just be like oh fucking darling, you fucking lucky you started when you did. I remember when girls were pissing in wigs oh. and you'd be like yeah. <laughs> Bring that back a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I want to get punched. <laughs> yeah. Punched I in don't, the face. but like, I think it's so interesting that um, drag is kind of expected to be a bit like, oh, I'm just a pretty little girl. Do you blah, think blah, 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 drag race has influenced that? I was literally about to ask 100%, that. 100%, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big but time. like you like said, a- hard balance because it's great that it's mainstream, some more opportunities. Yeah. But also the mainstreamingness like- makes it. Takes away, yeah, like the grittiness yeah, of like it a bit. I 
started like seeing queer things through drag race mm. and that was how i discovered my sexuality etc mm. um and i remember i went to a whole bunch of um performances by drag race queens that came here on their tours mm, mm. and that was the extent of um like drag shows that i'd seen was drag race and then those queens coming to australia for a tour and then yeah. COVID happened and they weren't touring anymore and i was like i need to i need this still like i need to see drag and i came to fluffy and that's oh, how that all happened yeah yeah and so i saw it and i was like this is not drag race and yeah. i loved it because i was like there is so much more like there is so much variety and it's not just a pageant queen like there is so much more than what is shown on drag race and that's when I sort of fell in love with Mm. the local girls and sort of drifted I still like drag race but I drifted away from that a little bit because I just was like it's not showing everything and I want to see everything yeah and so when I go to fluffy or I go to any queer space and watch a show it's so different to what's being presented on TV. And I love that so much more. Like, it's incredible. Mm. Yeah. I 100% agree. I mm. think Drag Race is a really good jumping point to be like, oh, like, queer history, queer this, queer that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing drag. But a lot of people, that's where their effort and intent stops. Yeah. And I get it to an extent because I find that drag is such a hard thing to be able to access sometimes for some people. Yeah. But also it needs to be. Yeah because with drag it's not all it's like even though I'm a woman who does drag I'm when I'm in drag that's not what Joe Blow down the street sees mm-hmm. he's just sees this old fucking oh those are fucking that yeah like so if drag was like drag to an extent has become more mainstream mm-hmm. but it would never be from my understanding and from what I can see it'll never be truly in the mainstream in the zeitgeist mm-hmm. yeah. in the way of like other like I will we'll never be able to walk down the street and drag and not get a look. Yeah. yeah. And if drag was more accessible to the point where some I've seen some people be like, why don't drag shows start at this time? And blah, 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 blah. it's like, do you really want to go to a gig that has all the fucking like <laughs> CBD bros <laughs> yeah. walking in going, yeah. oh, fuck this. Yeah. At, like when you're doing a drag bingo. Because yeah. I've done it. It's not great. No. Wouldn't recommend. Yeah. When you're at a drag brunch and there's people pressing their faces against oh. the glass and you're like, like, what is this crazy? Leave thing. my space alone. <laughs> I did like a uh, thing in like the CBD on like a Tuesday night. Oh, wow. Oh, um, for like a few weeks. Um, and after we I know the thing yeah yeah um at the end of the night they would like these just just blokes would just roll in and they'd be like yeah fuck it oh you're right yeah you're right and I'm like I'm absolutely all right sir I'm being paid to be here yeah Yeah. please don't talk to me just here to finger (laughs) that little girl aren't you that's freaky and weird get out um but yeah just I forgot where I was going with this but yeah drag is really interesting and cool and I we're think talking mainstream. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think it's like, I don't think, I don't know if the right word is homogenized. Mm-hmm. Just like w- there is a watering down of it that mm. I see that I don't a know. Dilution. A dilution. A mm. dilution. Yeah. I wanted to use bigger words because I wanted <laughs> to be fancy. fancy. Um, but yeah, like I just miss opportunities and 
sort of ways of people being able to show grit and show like things that could be taken as not offensive in the way of like being racist Mm -hmm. but offensive in the way of being like a bit more graphic and being like overtly sexual yeah and not in like a creepy harassing patrons way but like yeah in a way that is more of an expression rather than and something that you wouldn't see if you're going to like a bingo or a brunch or something like that um and that's sort of with the mainstreaming of it where I'm a bit like but also if it wasn't made more mainstream I don't think I'd be doing it yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. for sure absolutely like I love a bitch that's just insane and I want to be that girl camp 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 I've learned how to use it now (laughs) 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 how would you say that Henny is different to Renee um that's a great question um I feel like when I'm this is gonna sound really strange Mm -hmm. um but when I'm Henny and I'm in the context of like being at even the gay club I feel like I'm treated as like as I would if I was a conventionally attractive thin woman Sure. Like I get people coming up to me like, you look so beautiful, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. And so I just get to live that fantasy in my head that I am in fact fucking like Giselle Bundchen and I'm just standing at the bar with like my pussy out having the best time of my life. But then when I go out as Renee, it's whatever. Like I'm just there, you know, like I'm not pretty, not to sound like too hard on myself. I love myself and I appreciate what I am. Um, But like when I'm out as Renee, I'm not like people don't come up to me and go like, "Oh my god, hi." Yeah. So I kind of get to like live that fantasy, and mm-hmm. also I feel like when I'm Henny and I'm all like in everything I need to be, and I'm not as I'm very aware of how I look and how I present myself to the world because I don't I'm not a conventionally like attractive thin like little fucking whatever. Yeah. So I am more aware of the fact that I look ridiculous and I'm more accepting of the fact that I look ridiculous Mm -hmm. Mm. because I don't like the only thing I do when trying to change my body is like make my bra a bit tighter and like wear a few pairs of Spanx. Like I already have a weirdly fine proportion drag body. Mm -hmm. Like it's big and it's there and it's like good for what it needs to do. Yeah. Um, So like I'm more kind of, I guess, accepting of myself. Hmm. We're coming to realizations. <laughs> um, like more accepting of myself and I'll just wear whatever the fuck I want to wear and sure. like do whatever the fuck I want to do. Mm-hmm. And as Renee, I'm like, even before I came here, I was like, is this jumpsuit okay? Mm-hmm. Are they going to tell beautiful. me to leave? I know. <laughs> and that's the main thing. I know now. No. <laughs> so do you feel like when you are Henny that you're putting on like a character or do you still feel like you're yourself but just with It comes and stuff? goes. I mm. think – I think, and not to get too, like, meta, deep, like, the world is, like, a fucking (laughs) stage, bro. Um, But, like, I think to every degree, whenever I'm doing something different, like, whenever I go and, like, work a day job, that's Renee. And she's really happy to be here. Mm -hmm. And she can't wait to tell you all about this and that. And, oh, my God, that's so crazy that your son went down a slide yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That's so wild. (laughs) Um, And not to be, like, I feel like I've been playing a character my whole life but like I think as a young queer person who doesn't directly fit in Mm -hmm. you learn what works for you yeah and you learn that okay Mm. if I do this in this context this is fine yeah and change your personalities essentially yeah so it's not it's never been a thing of like are you a Gemini 
No, I'm the Aries. Okay. It's a Gemini thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, Aries boots. Um, But yeah, it's never been a case of like I'm changing into a character. It's more just kind of flicking on a different part of my mm. brain like yeah almost like when you go to work and like retail and yeah hospitality voice yeah so i'm clocking into voice. the retail brain right now and then you go like oh hi mm-hmm. it's the same sort of vibe but i actually enjoy it <laughs> yeah yes that's what that's what you want yeah and it's also like i think being dressed in drag gives you a different authority yeah like i I'd can't agree. walk into a room and be like move gay people <laughs> but if i have a little wig on and a little lashy lash you're it's good to go. The funniest thing they've heard all yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> so it yeah, it's an interesting experience. Mm. Do you find that the audience says that you've performed with react differently to AFAB performers? I think I have an interesting experience with it because sometimes people don't know. Mm. And when I first started, I've become a lot more relaxed on it now. But when I first started, I didn't want people to know. I was like, I'm not going to get bookings. Right. It's not going to happen for me. Is that because like you watch Drag Race and there's not a lot of representation on that? or just No representation. Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was one. She went home though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's more of a context of, I think that it was just, there was no one else like me. There yeah. were people who did drag as someone who is an AFAB. So people like Richie Lestrange, Archie Arsenic, Solar Flare. Mm-hmm. But other than, like, Archie, I'd say they weren't doing – I don't know. They weren't doing – not even other than Archie. Archie was Archie was working. I was going to say more in terms of working. But they weren't doing conventional, like, drag queen drag, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whether, where I wanted to kind of be, like, a little bit fucked out but not – not like a person if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. like not not a person but like more like i wanted to be a drag queen yeah traditional kind of more more so. traditional but still like a bit weird and a bit off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i was like i kind of have to pretend on stage and not uh, if you go back and look at my instagram like half of my costumes like would always just be up to here like i'd never have anything out there mm-hmm. i actually had <laughs> Um, I think we're going to talk about SmackDown later, but I had, after I won SmackDown, spoiler alert, um, (laughs) I had to do a show the week after at the same venue and I was, did the show, came off stage and I'd been on the mic, so I'd been talking and I was at the bar and this guy comes up to me and he goes, oh my God, hi, I voted for you in SmackDown, you won, oh my God, I wouldn't have voted for you if I knew you were a girl though, I thought you were just a fat boy. Oh my god! And what? I went, I went. Oh fuck! All right. Wow. Thank you so much for the shot, though. <laughs> um, so that was cute. Really fucked Jesus up. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and when I worked on like the Gold Coast, I had uh, was like introduced as being like, you might notice there's something a bit different. Oh. And I was like, yeah, tits. Yeah, but like, why? Why are we talking about it though? Why does it matter? I hate that shit so much. It was so consistent. It happened all the time. Oh, um, my God. And until I won SmackDown after that, it stopped happening. Yeah, mm. right. But I did also have, like, a whole thing of, like, when I won, this fucking crazy person went around and was like, rigged, rigged, rigged. She only won because she's a woman. Blah, 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 blah. And then oh, no, it's a, not because I'm talented or anything. No, it's just, it wasn't because literally of the fucking... Literally, because I have tits. Yeah, it wasn't cool. because of, like, the six months of the competition we had to fucking do. Like, what? Mm. Um, 
And then she made this big fucking Facebook post and was like, women shouldn't do this. It's disgusting. Da, 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 da. And the one moment I knew I was going to be okay was like everyone in the scene that actually I gave a fuck about mm. uh, came mm. to like my defense and was yeah. like, this is gross. Stop being gross. Oh, it's really interesting about the Facebook post that you just mentioned about like queer women or women in general not being able to do drag. It's really interesting <laughs> Because drag is a parody of women mm. at its, I guess, you know, like fundamentally that's what it was. It was a parody of women. So why it's interesting that women would not be allowed, allowed, mm. quote unquote, to do that. It's definitely something that's always like been a bit like, for me, I understand where some of the hesitation comes from, mm-hmm. um, especially working at venues that are like historic gay venues. Like, yeah drag was a way for queer people to make money that had nowhere else to go sure and like fucking joe joe joanne Bloanne from up the street coming mm-hmm. in and chucking on a wig i can understand that as like a thing that's like oh but also i for myself i don't have anywhere else to go yeah does that mm. make sense yeah and i think queer people who are looking for an outlet queer people who are afab specifically who are looking for an outlet, who have the draw and the attraction to drag. Like, I think the world... not the, It's hard because the world has and hasn't changed. Yeah. Like, I think everyone is so like, oh, my God, we're so much more progressive and my friend's gay and, oh, my God, like, I went to a gay club mm-hmm. one time and bleh. But also it was illegal to be gay in Brisbane up until the early 90s. Yeah, that's cooked. Like, I work at Sporties. Sporties has metal bars on the windows. Yeah. Because they were, they've been open for years. Mm. Because they, were I didn't know that. That's why they had them. But that makes yeah, sense. Because they get raided. Yeah. That's why there's a bunker bar. Mm-hmm. Wow. Under the bar. That makes so much sense. So it's, it's. I'm always been in two minds about it because I understand where that comes from, and that's why when that guy said that at the bar and was like, I wouldn't have voted for you. I was like, all right. Yeah. Because I get it to an extent. To an extent. See, it's something that I feel really passionately about, and I think passionately about and I think I've mentioned it I've definitely mentioned it on the pod before about how I feel often quite invalidated as a queer woman in queer spaces because people a assume that I am a straight woman that's killing the vibes or just there for you know with a gal pals and having a you know Mm. a girl's night in the gay club or b that this space isn't for queer women it's for gay men yeah and I where's my safe space do you know what i mean like i get what you mean yeah i think that that specifically and i don't i i don't want to sound up my ass in saying that i (laughs) think i've made an influence on how it's changed over the last few years but when i see the people that i saw when i first started and the people that i see now Mm -hmm. the expansion of people who identify as women has been astronomical Mm -hmm. and I think that it needs to be a natural progression like in anything because like I understand the argument of saying well it's been this way so I understand why people are sensitive to it because they're used to a certain thing but then you know you could say the same thing about like marriage and straight people say oh marriage should be for men and women and we don't want them to take it away I both agree with you and a little bit disagree with Mm. you there because for queer people and especially older gay men I have absolutely no right to tell them what they can and can't feel about people who are not gay men. Yeah. Older gay men. Mm -hmm. And I mean 
who had to really suffer through like that through everything like i will never have to see fingers crossed with all this fucking shit going on in the world right now (laughs) yeah but i will never have to see my friends die in the way that they saw their friends absolutely yeah absolutely i will never because of what they have done for the community and because of who they are i will never have to go through a smidgen Mm. of what they went through yeah absolutely so when it comes to like straight people being upset about oh well you can't get married it's there's a difference in a protected queer space Mm. yeah i'd I'd agree with that it's an interesting take i'm not going to i'm not going to sit there and tell like if and no one has no no like elder trans women have ever said this to me Mm -hmm. but if they did if they were like no, you can't do this because if they did, I would take a step back and I'd think to myself, okay, well, I'm allowed to go eat pussy because you've done what you've done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they paved I'm, the way. I like, there is not, I don't think another like community that I could access where I could meet people like that who have literally changed the world that I now Yeah, live in. been in the actual trenches yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, so I can't, I can... I don't agree with younger people doing it and yeah. people probably under the age of like 35. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should be able to change your mind and understand. Mm-hmm. But elder queers, I have... Just give them the respect. And totally. I have no right to be like... Yeah. yeah. That being said, I haven't... I've had multiple elder queers come up to me and be like, you're amazing. Oh my yeah. God. I, was, well, I was just going to say, I don't think I've ever experienced anything from anyone older than the age yeah. of like... 25 it's usually younger people younger people that are are quite abrupt and like not happy for me to be in their space Mm. um i don't think i've ever experienced it from anyone yeah older than that yeah it's also i think a little bit harder to find older people who do come out more yeah and i think in the context of places like fluffy and stuff like yeah there can be those shitheads there that are like what are you doing here but they aren't the people worth talking to correct ew this is a question that we ask everyone who comes onto the pod. What makes you most proud to be queer? Um, I love queer history and the depth of things behind it and being able to like talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I like know everything, but I like when I meet someone who's like, I had a coworker who was very freshly out and fairly like early thirties Mm. um and had like a religious family and all this stuff and just like even being able to talk to him and be like oh well this is this and this is this and this is this and this is his this and him and be like oh wow um because i think it's just so interesting that queer history is so apparent and beautiful and something so amazing but it's almost hidden from the mainstream in a sense um so just knowing about things like that and like even like little things that like um like things like like what bandanas in particular pockets mean mm. like the hanky code mm-hmm. oh. I'll, I'll show you later it's yes, lit. Please do. um as like a queer fetish thing because oh. when like gay men were clubbing they couldn't be like oh, i'm a homosexual because they get arrested yeah. um, so like inside oh. knowledge yeah so like behind. if you had a particular colored hanky in a particular like a bandana in a particular colored pocket colored pocket in particular pocket it indicated a different thing and it's very like very fetishy orientated, but just little fun mm, facts like yeah. that. Yeah, and I like knowing that like 
I'm a part of a community that has a history and that has... It's like a rich history too. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Mm. Um, I recently went to... This is a really cute, heartwarming story um, <laughs> about me sobbing. Um, I went to... When we were on tour in Melbourne, we had a free day and I was like, fuck yeah. They had a full queer exhibit at the National Gallery of Victoria. Oh, cool. Um, and I went in and the first room was like an AIDS memorial sort of room wow. with a bunch of art from like the AIDS era and things like that. And I was already a bit like, oh, fuck it. Because if you want to make me cry, just <laughs> yeah. t- start talking about all of that and um, I'll just be like, the fuck it. Um, but then I went into this other room, which was more about like different sort of cultures and that sort of thing. And there was a kid there with his mum and this other woman with kids which also like seeing a kid there with his mum in a very very explicitly queer exhibit was like <laughs> wow mm. um then this one went up to the kid and was like oh I like your like he was, he was wearing a badge or something and he was like oh thank you um I'm Alex I'm blah 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 blah, blah and I'm trans and da, 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 I'm a trans man I'm a trans boy and da, 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 da. and the two mums were sort of just talking about it and I was just kind of standing there looking at a painting being like <laughs> Um, and just like eavesdropping like a bastard but just like just yeah. crying <laughs> yeah. it was just I one of the most beautiful moments of my life because I like I remember when I first like would even come to Brisbane and I'd go to West End and I saw a gay couple holding hands and yeah. I was like it's showbiz we're yeah. in the big time yeah. Um, but just seeing like a kid who honestly was about 10, 11 yeah have not only such a clear understanding of who they are, which is truly something I even struggle mm, with yeah. to this day. Yeah. It's me too. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. fucking just having an understanding of who they are, having a parent be so public supportive. and supportive. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I was just bawling my eyes out and then I kind of like looped around and she was like leaving with her son and I was kind of like just really quickly, sorry to like interrupt and sorry to eavesdrop, but thank you so much. And she was like, for what? And I was like, for just loving your kid and taking care of him. And I like looked at the kid and was like, you're going to have a really beautiful life. And I'm so <gasps> sorry. This is so weird, but thank you so much. And she was like, I'd be a terrible parent if I didn't. And I'd be like, yeah, true. But thank you. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sh- a lot of parents um, don't. Yeah. Like, like that, it's so. just, it was, oh my God, where am I crying? <laughs> um, it was, I, then I, we had to do a show that night as well. Um, and I got to the theatre and everyone was like, how was your day? And I was like, it was so Emotional. <laughs> um, so that was really lovely. And just like, that's what makes me proud to be queer is like being able to understand the gravity of moments of that in such a, a such a personal way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that like whole exhibit, if I don't know if when it runs through, mm. but if anyone's in Melbourne. Mm. Yeah. I want it to that's come amazing. here. It's, it's Brisbane, babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went down. I, I was walking down. Like oh, I was with um, Betty Rose, who's another exceptional AFAB drag queen, and Linda, who is Miss Drag Nation Australia, wow, wow. Uh, superstar. So coming up here for Rumble. Oh, plug that Rumble. Come to Rumble, <laughs> August twenty eighth. Um, it's gonna be really fierce. But yeah, we were just walking through like Fitzroy, I think, mm-hmm. and there was like they're like, yeah, that's the gay kebab shop. And I turned my head and just pride flags all over this fucking place. The gay kebab. Like shop. you just walk down the street and there'd be like little pride flags and this and that and just yeah. little touches of like Queerness. we're so far behind here yeah right okay it, I, it really didn't hit me until yeah. like and not to be like melbourne mm, like every fucking brisbane queer person is mm. but like melbourne ugh. yeah yeah it was beautiful um 
But yeah, I've gone off tangent, but yeah. No, that's I beautiful. Know. That's a very, very good I love answer. being gay and I love being queer and I love knowing that I'll always have a community. Yeah. And I think it takes away it, – uh, it gives life a weird sense of purpose to mm, me, true. if that makes sense. Yeah. Is that like if I can be visibly queer and someone who isn't visibly queer can see me be visibly queer mm-hmm. and that does something for them, then I've done something with my life. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I don't think I'm going to have kids. I don't think I'm going to – you know, I'm not going to have that traditionalistic mm-hmm. life, and I know that. Ne- I know that now, but even coming to terms with that is such a weird thing to sort of address. It is, is that, yeah. Like, I'm even though I'm even though I'm bi, and even blah, 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 there is a very strong likelihood that I'm not going to end up in a heterosexual relationship mm. with a man and have kids. Yeah, that's not on the cards for me, and it, I don't think it ever has been. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that, like, I can live my life in a way that can make other people live their life. It's like a purpose. Yeah. Rather than having to be like, well, I'm just going to dump out a few kids and off I pop. Mm -hmm. Like, I can inspire the people who are already living. And, yeah. That's beautiful. That is... It is. No, it is. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Gay people. I love them. (laughs) The best. Love them. Um, Well, that's it oh i mean God. do you have anything you want to plug do you have anything going on besides Tell rumble or um, including rumble yeah i'll plug rumble oh my god so excited i don't know if when's this coming out sunday sunday this sunday yeah mm. oh my god okay well i can get my calendar um <laughs> but i was gonna do full-time drag so i'm very booked up for this month mm. um but if you want to see me i'll be everywhere uh <laughs> um i'm doing fresh at the wickham this sunday mm-hmm. so if you listen to the pod immediately and then <laughs> come to the wickham come to the right wickham now. listen to it on the way um fresh at the wickham uh other big one is rumble on the 28th with betty rose who's a fucking absolute superstar it's me and stephanie stefani the love of my life versus betty rose and linda who is miss drag nation love. 2021 or 2020 i don't know pandemic those years didn't happen but um it's gonna be fucking fierce and it's got like interstate hoes who are incredible like it's gonna be such a good night i'm so excited um i mean stephanie are doing a very very stupid little duet in love already obsessed hippo related in it not to leak (laughs) but maybe to leak it's gonna be fierce i'm very excited do you have any like instagram or anything you want to plug Um, as well follow me on instagram at henny spaghetti (laughs) follow me on tiktok at henny spaghetti Mm -hmm. i don't really make anything there unless i'm very stoned um (laughs) premium content love you mom um (laughs) yeah don't follow me on twitter okay and because i don't remember what the handle is (laughs) And <laughs> gay rights, I'd suppose. That's an important yeah, topic. That is it. That's a good one. <laughs> Camp. Well, thank you so much for being here. You've actually like enlightened me. Aww. Like all of the things that you've spoken about, like even like queer history and stuff, like I'm not yeah. super well versed on. So it's really nice to hear about it. It's definitely something worth just like having it, not as like a sit down, but just talking to mm. older queer people. Yeah. And just sort of getting into that. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Love Thank that. Thank you so much Thank for coming. Oh my god, we cheers. We're gonna do a cheers. Yes, cheers. Okay. Okay. Gay rights. <laughs> <laughs>